0: Welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. I'm Stephen Rothberg, the founder of College Recruiter Job Search Site. At College Recruiter, we believe that every student and recent grad deserves a great career.
1: And I'm Peter Zolman, founding principal of the AIM Group, We're the leading global business intelligence service for marketplaces and classified advertising companies. We consult with recruitment marketplace companies, and we publish AIM Group weekly recruitment intelligence and a free weekly digest. We also host the annual RecBuzz conference.
0: This is the podcast for you to learn more about how to create, manage, and work with general niche, and aggregator job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Hey, Peter, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. It's
1: afternoon where I am, which is in Florida, and um, I know you're in Minneapolis, uh, so it's afternoon for you too. Uh, You're soon to be in Europe for your month-long sojourn but uh you know
0: it it will all be good and winter is still way off into the future or so they assure me
1: if if you're in minneapolis winter is never way off in the future (laughs) (laughs) two two weeks max and i lived in buffalo for five and a half years so i know winter
0: well and our guest who we'll get to in a minute Um, He also knows Minneapolis winters quite well, which is one of the reasons that he no longer lives here. But uh, so, (laughs) Peter, (laughs) what kind of stories is is in-group following right now? Well, I'm
1: working on a a very interesting one now about TikTok. Um, As you probably know, TikTok did a TikTok resumes experiment, which lasted, I don't know, three months, four months or something like that. And, and they put it on ice. I'm sure it'll be back in one way or another. But TikTok is just this massive audience. And um, a lot of people are using TikTok in various ways for recruitment, not uh, the TikTok resume story. So what do you do? How do you do it? Um, what's it cost you? and that sort of thing. And uh, it's early stage, as so many of these things are, but
0: it also is not going away. So these are recruitment videos by employers that you're seeing a lot more of?
1: Some are recruitment videos by employers, some are employment employee engagement, some are employees commenting much as you would on Glassdoor about a particular employer, uh, positively or negatively. And one of the questions is, you know, how do you deal with a negative, negative comments on TikTok? Because you can't take them down. You've got to, do you respond? Do you not respond? It's a subject that
0: ain't going away. Well, my TikTok feed consists of basically three things. One is outrageous car accidents um, seen through the eyes of a dash cam video. The second would be stand-up comedians. And the third, and definitely my favorite, are drama queen huskies, who are told by their owners not to do something, and then they just howl and howl and howl. And, And that definitely brightens my day.
1: And are you in category number two, or are you making an appearance in category number three? I have no idea what that means. Well, you, you <laughs> said you have the you said <laughs> the, you have the you have the crazy car accidents, uh, oh. and, and you have and you have the uh, drama queens, and I wondered I, which which category okay. you were posting
0: in. So I think that my wife would say that I would be the drama queen for howling and howling and howling when I don't get to do my, my thing. But uh, speaking of howling, today's guest <laughs> is, uh, oh, how's that? That was oh. terrible. Yeah, so far he's still connected. So I don't think he's taking offense to it yet, but we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll push it. Um, so today's guest, one of my favorite people is George LaRock. He is the founder of WorkTech which gathers and publishes the best data on mergers, acquisitions, and investments in the HR tech space. Uh, He advises HR tech vendors on how best to go to market. And if that's not enough, he's now also the founding partner of the Impact WorkTech Accelerator. Um, Oh, and in full disclosure, he's also a member of the board of advisors of my company, College Recruiter. Hello.
2: Am I supposed to howl? Is that is this where I howl? <laughs> it-
0: <laughs> I think I think the howling will come after Peter asks you the first question. We'll see how <laughs> <Okay>. that goes.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me. I'm I'm and congratulations on this podcast. I'm looking forward to this.
1: Thank you very much. We definitely we definitely need to know a little bit more about your data and the information you provide, but let's start at the beginning, which is, you know, right now, job boards, recruitment marketplaces, there are a ton of worries about the economy. There's still a lot of jobs out there, but growth is definitely slowing down. Um, what's how's the how's that impacting? The work tech industry, job boards, recruitment
2: marketplaces,
1: what do you see?
2: Uh, there's a lot to unpack there in that question. Um, let's see. I think there's, it's certainly a, a challenging time. Um, it's challenging, not just because of what's in front of us from an economic Economy perspective, but also because nothing's happening in the way that it's ever happened before. So, you know, normally when we're talking about recessions, we don't have job growth like we do now. When we talk about a recession being imminent, we don't see wages uh, continuing to surge. The consumer spending uh, is not what it, not what you, is usually reflected with a, a recession. So, everybody's scratching their heads on this. And uh, I think the, from my perspective, what I'm, what I'm seeing is that I haven't had a, a technology provider uh, yet talk to me about serious uh, pipeline stagnation or reduction in sales. I'm seeing a lot of hesitancy on, on the part of employers, but they're still hiring. They're still budgeting for technology They're, I think a lot of them are trying to avoid the mistakes that they made at the beginning of the pandemic, where it was treated like the resulting economic impact there was going to put a freeze on everything. And those who really cut fast and deep ended up being caught without the... They've never been able to recoup that staff or, um, or those teams ever since. So... Uh, it's it's a time where I, you know I'm not seeing the impact in this HR tech, work tech, recruiting tech space that I'm seeing in broad B2B tech. I'm not. I don't have rose-colored glasses on. I think that there's going to be impact. It's just going to be you know um, lumpy. Uh, there are going to be folks who are focused within In your question centers on um, job boards and and job board marketplaces. Folks that that are, are businesses that are focused on talent that will still be hard to find, or things like uh, diverse diversified diversity talent, or right now a big focus on early career talent because that's you know where we find we're finding more diversity there, and we're finding um, a more economical hire in this time, and more focus on. Providing ancillary services like maybe skills certification or education, or even those that are providing contractor freelance resources, I think we're going to see still see a lot of growth and a lot of focus there. I think if if you're focused on an industry that's being hit really hard right now, um, that it's clearly going to have an impact on your job board if there if there isn't a lot of hiring being done. So. I don't know. I, I I don't know if that clearly gives you any clarity on a, for, from an answer perspective, but that's, we're just not where the rest of the B2B tech market is. And I, I think we're, it's
0: very surreal as a matter of fact, how less impact we're seeing. Well, you know, from, I know we're just one data point, but I, I'm, it was really struck by your comment, George, that we're not seeing, you know, pullback from the employers and stuff. And I, I can definitely say that that is 100% the case with what we're seeing at College Recruiter. In past recessions, you know, we're an entry-level job board. We tend to be a bit of the canary in the coal mine, where we tend to see recessions coming before some of, some of the other job boards might or other uh, work tech companies might. And boy, I remember with, with COVID, we were feeling it in January that there was a slowdown. And we just thought, oh, this is some kind of weird seasonal thing. And in February, it's like, no, this is really happening. And then the floor fell out in March. But for a lot of our indirect competitors, the general sites, the niche sites and that, that weren't entry level, they really started to feel it like late February, March. So, yeah, fingers crossed that it becomes... Continuing to to not have that floor fall out from us. So, you know, related to that in terms of the business that's coming into the job boards and recruitment marketplaces, let's shift over a little bit to the investment side. How are you seeing investments in job boards and recruitment marketplaces differ from the larger HR tech industry?
2: Well, in a couple of ways, I'll say that you've heard me say this before, Stephen, the uh, job boards have a they get a bad rap, um, I think. From a, but from an investor's perspective, they're one of the most loved categories of investment. It is by far, on an ongoing basis, since I've been tracking this, directly the leading category for all investment because it's a marketplace, because it's a, it's an environment where it's a, it's a business model with, that has. A consumer play as well as the B two B play, and um, I think investors can un- get behind that. They can understand that they can add value in that environment. Not that it's not complicated, but um, when you're dealing with some of the nuances of you know some HR software, you know investors don't really—that's not their domain, right? But they understand a marketplace. At the same time, job boards have really led the way in specialization so before any other hr technology recruiting technology products were really narrowing in on you know in your case it's early career and entry-level jobs um you know job boards were were really first in driving value through that specialization and sure it makes good sense we're going to focus on a certain type of jobs or geography or category but now we're seeing more b2b tech in our space doing that right healthcare or stem or you know whatever the the focus is because you you know you actually get bigger by by having a, a more narrow focus it's a little counterintuitive for some founders who want to solve everybody's problem but that's one area that they they've led another area that job boards have led and i think investors see this is I was referencing it earlier. You know, I'm seeing some really interesting models with folks that are providing um, education along with job access so it might be there are some um, these are all startups and and emerging you know small businesses but some are focused in underserved markets uh, like uh, the African continent or Latin America and they're providing um, education and training and skill certification and then opening up that talent pool to employers around the globe and now as distributed work and remote work are more and more prevalent, they're creating lots of opportunity for that talent pool, but also providing more talent. Now, on the other hand, I've seen in the U.S., folks that are delivering a similar model for sales for healthcare so it's a consumer play to the job seeker who is you know increasing their skills increasing their value to the job market and it's a b2b play to the employers who if they're behind this platform they're really nurturing a talent pool and can direct some of the curriculum or certifications or minimally just get first dibs on internships, apprenticeships, or new hires. We'll be back right after this
0: break.
1: Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so.
0: Welcome back to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast.
1: We've seen a lot of the um, crossover between education and recruitment marketplaces, and it's not all the small marketplaces at all. Some of the very big ones, we wrote a whole in-depth report about it, I would say, a year ago now. Hmm. It's it's very, very common because it's a transactional revenue-generating model where a recruitment marketplace can add a great deal of transactional revenue. That doesn't always come from the job seeker. Frequently, it comes from the companies that are willing to pay for the certifications and and the like. True. Do you think that is going to become essential to a recruitment marketplace, having an education component? Uh,
2: I I don't know if I would say it's essential. Um, I think that Whatever your value add is, if you're able to deliver talent with the you know the right skills, either in uh, in both you know volume and quality, if you're able to demonstrate that my dollar spent. Even fractionally on uh, <laughs> a job board uh, brings me results, or in any channel. Then I think your uh, that's what's essential. And if you're if you're doing that by solving or not solving, but contributing to solving the skills gap problem or access to more diverse candidates, which is another driver, big driver these days. You're you know you stand apart from a generic source of talent. But yeah, I, I don't know that it's, I, I would call it essential, but I think it's certainly differentiating.
1: One of the big ones that's very, very engaged in, in, in um, education, by the way, is SEEK, which is the giant job board based in Australia, but also has uh, South Asia, has some LATAM in, involvement and so forth. They got involved in uh, educational products early and and have a whole division Of educational products. So they're out there with uh, a lot of educational tools and services. Nokri in India as well, or not Nokri, but their parent company, InfoEdge. So big boys as well as the little guys are very actively, very actively pursuing that. While we have a chance, before we run out of time, and we've got a few minutes left, but tell us about. Impact WorkTech Accelerator. What is that? What does it mean? And uh, why should these people, many of whom have never heard of it, care?
2: Well, if you're a uh, – there, there are three types of people who should care. One would be a founder who's got a product or an idea and is looking to get – Input, you know, from operators and investors in this space to help accelerate or launch uh, into the market. Um, It's 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 an accelerator. We we bring in a we bring in cohorts of. Companies focused in this uh, work tech and HR technology space, and then provide um, mentorship and guidance. We're a little different than the broad, uh, sort of generic accelerators in the sense that we're not taking a huge chunk of their business to participate. We're also not, it's not a second job. It is, you know, uh, two sessions a week with a little bit of uh, prep work, but the value is immense. Uh, That's what the first cohort is. Has told us. The other two that should be interested would be individuals who want to give back to the industry, operators, um, you know, executives who are interested in getting a view to what's coming down the pipe for new technological innovation and want to help these founders learn what they wish they had learned uh, back uh, in their in their early career and then of course investors we've got investors who are involved and that's uh, we've got a few firms that are involved but uh, we've we've launched a uh, syndicate for investments. so if there are individuals who are looking to get involved as an angel and participate we're going to bring this next cohort you know through that syndicate for access to investors there as well. So it's you know the, what differentiates impact work tech over other accelerators I think is its industry focus and what the founders have told us is it's more like an onboarding a really rich onboarding into the industry and less like a boot camp
0: uh, if you if you will. Is it primarily for for startups or is this something that if there's a job board or recruitment marketplace that's been around for 5, 10, 15 years but has a new product that they want to roll out is that also an organization they should be looking? Yeah, the
2: accelerators really for early earlier stage startups. I would say um, You know, we we like to see uh, a product. Uh, Some it could be an MVP, or it could be uh, early stage, or you've just got it in beta, or you're looking to get to that stage. But these are generally pre-seed or seed. You know, to put some. That means less and less as each day goes on. But these are fairly early stage uh, startups on the for a more established vendor who's launching a new product or going to a new market or something like that. That's advisory that would come through work tech versus uh, the ah. accelerator. Yeah.
1: And are all of these companies based in the U.S. or where where are they from
2: it's global, and I mean, it's global. Uh, it was it started to be global. My partner in this is Gareth Jones, who's in uh, the in in the UK. He's in the London area. Our cohort has largely been the US and Europe. We've had submissions from around the globe, and it's important to us to be not just US centric, uh, you know, and to reflect the market at
0: large. That's very cool. I'm gonna plan on reaching out to you, George, about. Uh, being on the, um, and I don't remember exactly what words you used to describe it, but the been there, done that um, group <laughs> of people. <laughs> great, great. I think
2: yeah, you'd be great for it.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would be happy to, to, to give back. And uh, I, I've never been involved in a group like that where you're essentially acting as a mentor, where you don't walk away with more than you, than you give. But even if you give more than you get, that's, that's okay, too. Um, thank you so much for, for sharing.
2: Yeah, my pleasure.
0: Peter, any closing words?
1: Uh, No, it's fascinating, and I want to learn more about it as well. I am embarrassed that I didn't know about it. I should,
0: and uh, we'll follow up. Cool. I smell a story in one of the uh, AIM Group's uh, reports coming out on, on this.
1: Um, that's, uh, a good nose there, Mr. Stephen. <laughs> yep. Well,
0: George, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, for the listeners who want to learn more about work tech, you personally, whatever, how, how would you like them to do that?
2: Uh, they can go to oneworktech.com or find me, you know, on Twitter or LinkedIn or all the usual places.
1: When you say oneworktech.com, is that the numeral one or is that O N E or both?
2: They both get you there. I thought I thought of that one. Yeah,
1: uh, good, for you. <laughs> good for you. You'd be amazed at the number of people who don't think of that one.
0: That's one of those "been there, done that" type things, you know. <laughs> so I think I think what our guest today, George Larock, is saying is that he is not as dumb as I look. <laughs>
1: I won't touch that, Stephen, (laughs) and I will suggest that Faith not touch it either.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, George. Thank you, Peter. Thank you both.
1: Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces is a co-production of Evergreen Podcasts,
0: College Recruiter, and The AIM Group. Please subscribe for free on your favorite app. Review it. Five stars are always nice and recommend it to a couple of people you know who want to learn more about job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Special
1: thanks to our producer and engineer, Ian Douglas. I'm your host, Peter Zollman of The AIM Group, the leading global consultancy in the field of marketplaces and classified advertising. Find out more about our reports on recruitment marketplaces, job boards and classifieds, including our new recruitment marketplaces
0: annual at aimgroup.com reports. I'm your host, Steven Rothberg of job search site College Recruiter. Each year we help more than 12 million candidates find great new jobs. Our customers are primarily Fortune 1000 companies, government agencies, and other employers who hire at scale and advertise their jobs with us. You can reach me at stephen at collegerecruiter.com. Cheers.